Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. It's the podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Philippians. Today is episode 642. We're looking at Philippians chapter 1, verses 21 to 24. Let's read our passage. For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Now if I live on in the flesh, this means fruitful work for me, and I don't know which one I should choose. I'm torn between the two. I long to depart and be with Christ, which is far better. But to remain in the flesh is more necessary for your sake. This is Paul's letter to the church in Philippi. Paul's had a long relationship with the Philippian church. They've supported him in his ministry, and they are supporting him now in his imprisonment. He's in Rome during this two-year imprisonment that we read about at the end of the book of Acts. and. Paul's nearing the end of this imprisonment. He's writing this letter to Philippi after they had sent Epaphroditus with a monetary gift to help support him. He's now sending Epaphroditus back to Philippi, carrying this letter. He's just finished a section where he's talked a little about what's going on with him. And his prayer was that Whatever happens with his appeal to Caesar, that he would not be ashamed. That is, he wouldn't deny the Lord. He would stay faithful for supporting the gospel. And he said that whatever happens, that Christ would be honored, either in life or in death. So whether he was released from imprisonment, whether he was sent to prison, whether he was executed, that Whatever happened, his prayer was that Christ would be honored because he had remained faithful. Now he's continuing that line of thinking here in verse 21. He says, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. This is a phrase a lot of people recognize. And it's pretty straightforward. He says uh, that his, his life purpose is to glorify Christ. So this idea of To live is Christ, meaning whatever I do in life is for the sake of Christ. So his whole purpose is to glorify Christ. But to die is gain. What he means there essentially is that he'd be closer to Christ. If he dies, he goes to be with the Lord immediately in a more direct relationship than he experiences now on the earth. So to live is Christ, to die is gain. Now, we miss it in the English, but in the original Greek, there's a certain alliteration and assonance here, meaning that the the same sounds are repeated. So it gives it more of a, it's not a rhyme, but it has more of a rhythmic sound to it. So he says, Tazen Christos to Apathen Kurdos. Now, we miss that not speaking Greek, but to the Greek people, that would have a real ring to it, where he says, to live is Christ, to die is gain. you got to remember this letter is being delivered to the church, and the way they're going to hear it is exactly that. They're going to hear it. It's going to be read in front of the church, so people aren't going to get a copy of it. Nobody's going to get to see the actual letter, except the very few people. Most people are just going to hear it as it's read out loud. And so the sound of it is important. And so this has a real catchy sound to it. It sounds catchy to us just because of the content. To live as Christ, to die as gain. But the actual 
sound of the words has this catchiness to it in the Greek. Now he goes on to explain that. He says, now if I live on in the flesh, this means fruitful work for me, and I don't know which one I should choose. Now, he recognizes it's not up to him, but he's doing his musing here, basically, because he's talking about honoring Christ, whether in life or in death. So he's talking about, I, I could live or I could die through all this. And he doesn't know which would be the preferable route here, because if he lives on the flesh, it means fruitful work for me. Now, what's he talking about there? Well, what he means is he's still got things to do. His ministry to others on behalf of Christ will continue. If he remains alive, he will continue to represent Christ, to proclaim the gospel, to strengthen the faith of followers of Christ. So if he lives on in the flesh, he's going to keep doing stuff, fruitful work that like he's been doing, he'll continue to do. And I don't know which way I'd rather go on this. Now, in verse 23, I'm torn between the two. I long to depart and be with Christ, which is far better, but to remain in the flesh is more necessary for your sake. So, he says, I don't know which one I would choose. I'm torn between the two. So if I had my choice, I don't know whether I'd rather die and go be with Christ immediately or rather stay and continue the ministry that Christ has assigned to me. He says, I really long to be with Christ, to leave this mess that we're in and go directly to be with Christ. And he adds, that's far better. So the better option is to go be with Christ. But which would he actually choose? Then he sums it up in verse 24. But to remain in the flesh is more necessary for your sake. So he's musing on which he would prefer. Then he says, but it's really not what I would prefer. It's what is more necessary. Specifically necessary for the sake of others. Now he's speaking to the church in Philippi here. So he's personalizing it there and saying for you guys, Philippians, it's better for you if I stay alive. That way I can continue in my ministry that you guys have partnered with me in and I can continue to minister to you and allow you to minister to me. And that's probably the better choice. So it's not so much what I would prefer but which is better. There is more that he can do in his ministry. So what we see in here is we see a little about Paul. He's not afraid to die. He's confident of his salvation. He's confident that if he dies, he goes to be with the Lord immediately. There's not a doubt in his mind about that. He says and that was really the more appealing choice. However, He'll do whatever's necessary. He'll do whatever's best for God's plan. He'll do whatever's best to continue to serve the Lord, which would be to remain alive. Now, he's not saying that he gets a vote in this, but he's kind of musing of what the options are. Because he raised the prospect that honor Christ in my life or in my death. And then he says, hey, if I die, I go to be with the Lord. That's a good thing. But if I live, I continue in the ministry that Christ has assigned me. That's a good thing, too. Dying and going to be the Christ, that's the better thing for me 
but stay in to continue the ministry. That's the better thing for you. And so, which way do we pray for this? Not that God needs our vote to tell him what to do, but Paul's willing to do whatever God assigns him to do. That's real faith. And it's uh, we're, none of us really face this kind of situation here. But do we have the confidence to face death the way he did? The confidence that I know that when my time on earth is done, I'll go to be with the Lord. And that's a good thing. But I also know that whatever time I have left here on the earth, I will continue to serve the Lord, to do what he wants, to serve him, proclaim the gospel, defend the gospel, help strengthen other people's faith in the Lord. And so that's the challenge for us. Could we say this? To live as Christ, to die is gain. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through Philippians.